0: Whoops. Let me pull this up. <clears throat> All right. Three, two, one. Coleman Hodges here with swim swim editor in chief Braden Keith. And we have some breaking news. FINA is set to postpone the Fukuoka world championships to July, 2023. That's, that's over a full year. They were to take place in May of 2022. Braden and I are here to break down what this means for the global swimming calendar over the next 18 months. Braden, initial thoughts on this world championship postponement.
1: Well, we have to be careful because as we're recording this, this is not confirmed. FINA has not announced it. Um, this is via a journalist in Brazil who usually knows these things, but um, you know, there, there hasn't been any f- official press release put out, but if it is true, this is absolutely terrible for the sport. Um, I I could think of a lot of better ways to deal with this problem. I couldn't think of many worse ways to deal with this problem. Um, you know, who's going to, if you have a world championship in July, 2023 and then another one in January, 2024 and then the Olympics that start in July, like who's going to go to the 2024 world championships and and it, my first instinct is also, why isn't bother? there
0: set to be a world short course championships and th- right before the January, the hypothetical January yeah. uh, long course world champs?
1: Maybe I don't know if there is. Okay. Um, because they're usually in even numbered years.
0: Okay. So, I, but I thought that like this, I think the end of 2024 got... will have
1: another one. Okay. <laughs> so, like, I mean. I understand why they got to do it. Right. Like Japan is, is so sensitive to COVID and even though their numbers are as high as it's ever been in Japan on a global scale, their numbers are shockingly low. Um, You know, the rest of the world, if they had numbers like Japan's would be throwing the doors to everything wide open and saying it's a free for all. Um, Yeah. Which let's,
0: let's go to the article just for that, for some context, uh, so Ireland, which is set to lift most of its COVID restrictions next week, reported just over 1,600 cases per 100,000 people over the last seven days, according to Reuters. Japan has reported 169, so like yeah. 10% of, right. of what a country like Ireland has.
1: Yeah, and, and they probably have some fatigue there. Like, I'm sure the Olympics took a lot out of the population as a whole, but, you know, they said there was no spread between the athletes and in the general public. And what we've seen almost everywhere in the world is that this Omicron wave is going to come and then it's going to wane. Mm-hmm. Um, although, you know, conceivably theirs won't trail off as quickly if not as many people are getting infected by it. Um, so, you know, not to get too deep into the epidemiology of it. I, I just, it feels like by May, the COVID situation will likely be back under control just based on what we saw last year. The numbers will be
0: better. Um, So I was, uh, my, one of my first thoughts was that, you know, why are they canceling it now if it's in five months? And I mean, how much, how much prep work do you think goes into a country hosting world champs? And is maybe that, why that like they can't get prepared enough to host something like that is that does that go into it at all? Do you think
1: you know there's prep work because you need a lot of volunteers, you need a lot of officials? Um, but the stuff that that needs to be done now, which is like visas and things like that, to me is not the expensive stuff. You know, if you're looking at this, what's the cost of canceling it, and is it is it become incrementally more expensive the closer you get? And I, it does. But the stuff you're doing now isn't like the most expensive stuff. I wouldn't I wouldn't think, you know, we don't see the breakdown of the budget on these things, but I wouldn't think that what's happening now, like it's not like what needs to happen in the next two weeks is going to be 50% of the budget, and all of a sudden you get it's it's do or die time. Um, but most of the money that flows into swimming, and this is the problem, most of the money that flows into swimming has nothing to do with spectators or television revenue it's from the olympics and it's from hosting contracts and so they have to figure out a way to keep their promise to fukuoka and they have to figure out a way to keep their promise to doha because that's where the money comes from um and so it's you know i i we don't again we don't know the conversation even if they wind up announcing this they're never going to tell us what the conversation really was because they're FINA and that's how they operate. Um, but like, you hope that they at least explored the possibility of swapping them, moving Doha to 2022 and Fukuoka to 2023 and doing it that way. Um, and, you know, maybe what? canceling, why not cancel short course worlds and move Fukuoka to December of this year and go December, November, July. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's better. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. What, yeah, one commenter brought up the point that if they switched them, Doha is also hosting the soccer World Cup this year, and so that could be a logistical nightmare for that country. And I'm sure they're much more. But not
1: till the end of this year,
0: right? But I mean, could they could they host a Summer World Champs? Wasn't that why it 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 had been later yeah. in the year anyway?
1: I you know what you could get creative and you just move open water to wherever <laughs> because just staging the open water races is not a huge logistical event. Mm -hmm. So you could do open water somewhere and do, um, do the rest of it in Doha and indoors in May, and then it's not the end of the world.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Fina has told the report just got updated. Fina has told swim swim. There's currently no change of event to confirm. I, so so it sounds like they're not ready to announce yet, or or they won't change it. So, in the event that they do, though, let's let's keep going down this rabbit hole. Um, we love rabbit holes because because we love talking about rabbit holes. Uh, what does this mean for the U.S.? I mean, almost every other, you know, you have Euro champs, you have Asian games, you have Commonwealth games that are still going to be happening this calendar year. U.S. has like what nationals? Yeah. Do you think world champ trials will even happen at that point? How do you think um, Henshi will handle this?
1: You know, it's I, I think if, if this meet isn't happening, whatever the U.S. does, they'll push to later in the year. I don't know that they would still hold the April world championship trials. And again, assuming FINA announces this soon or confirms it soon, then, um, you know, I don't think it's too close to April to push those back from a national perspective. Um, you know, I don't think you're going to mess up too many people's trainings too substantially still three and three months out. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to see if they tried to put together some kind of an international event. The problem is that everybody else still has somewhere to go. Right. Um, you know, the Asian countries have, I think an Asian games or an Asian championships, although those could be canceled. Right. Um, australia canada have commonwealth games so like the odds of pulling together a pan packs is pretty slim mm-hmm. um this could be an opportunity for Hinshi to get creative and, and you know maybe put together some version of a duel in the pool with australia and canada and kind of keep it smaller maybe um you know there's plenty of of european champs for the european teams africa does what africa does like there's not there's the U S is kind of unique, right? Like there's nobody that really needs a meet. So I don't, it's going to be, it's going to take Hinchy's best work. I think to pull together an international event in this case, I don't know who else is going to be interested. Like the Australians already didn't want to do worlds. (laughs)
0: I love my favorite comment so far was someone saying the Australians knew <laughs> like <laughs> this, is, this is why they they did that whole new layout because they knew Worlds was getting canceled. <laughs> right.
1: Um, which, of course, I, there's no indication that they did. Knew. No, it's, it's more of a correlation thing where <laughs> Australia is very careful about COVID and so is Japan. So their their va- their COVID values are aligned, so to speak.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm just not creative with event planning or event creation, but I I feel like the U S would probably just go to a, go to a nationals, right? We would just, we already have summer nationals on the calendars. It's like, well, that's our, that's your big meet now, right? We have a few pro swims. You can, you can turn up for it and then you get a taper meet in your home country, which honestly doesn't really happen that often, right? Like how often in the last Five or so years have we seen like people actually turn, you know, everyone kind of c- conjoin on a on a nationals meet, and it be like a big deal.
1: Yeah, and then back to our conversation from this week's breakdown. You know, does this reorient how you select your 2023 team? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do you go back to the year out strategy and make that? I think to I think for that to be interesting, you'd have to make that summer nationals. The 2023 selection meet, wouldn't you?
0: I mean, Wait, I guess it, wouldn't so. that
1: put the U.S. back in this this thing? I mean, we'd like for USA Swimming to start to question some of the things that we've been doing forever after the performance in Tokyo. But if they're not going to, this gives USA Swimming an opportunity to sort of go back to their, oh, we want to give everybody a full year taper going into the pre-Olympic World Championships. And then, and then 2024 worlds, I, I would guess 2024 worlds by most countries will be treated like short course worlds where if you want to go good for you, we'll send you. <laughs> yeah. If you don't want to go, that's okay too.
0: Yeah. Especially because it's long course. I mean, I would think most of our people would treat it like the January pro swim, right?
1: Yeah. It's kind of
0: like you go to altitude camp, you come down for a few days and then you mm-hmm. go race some international people. And if you win world titles, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. It gives, you know, it gives American swimmers an opportunity to go all in on ISL if they want to, which could be fun.
0: That's a good point. That, um, one thing I just remembered, I believe there's a world university games on the calendar for this summer
1: postponed from 2021 to this summer.
0: So we still have to qualify people for that as well. If we send people to it, which I, where they, I think the, they're planning to do that at the world champ trials. Yeah so i'm obviously not a you know not a super big priority but that is a big meat for a lot of a lot of swimmers who do end up going to it
1: right but it, at the same time those swimmers are the have the biggest conflict right you don't have to be in the ncaa to qualify for the world university games but most of the swimmers are mm-hmm. and so they they're already lo- staring down that tough NCAA's world university games double. Um, So you could, I think you could conceivably have a world university games trial. And I think that could be cool and just, just have a meet that's only for swimmers who are eligible for the world university games kind of have like a, a a long course college championship of sorts.
0: That'd be fun. That would be super cool. Yeah. Have it be like, yeah, three, four days, maybe. And just, (laughs) <laughs> just actually get to see college swimmers duke it out in long course. I feel like, that'd be yeah awesome. And like well, you said, and, and
1: you got to think like, Cassis yeah. is
0: still eligible. You know, there's, there's other,
1: it's not just an NCAA meet. There are other swimmers still eligible. Um, and that'd be kind of fun to see, you know, Shane skipped his senior year of college. It'd be fun to see him kind of go back and, and get that final battle with those guys.
0: Definitely. So if, if there is two world championships, like within 12 months of the Olympics, you know, the commenters brought up, well, that's four taper meets in, in 12 months, you got summer world champs, January world champs, trials, whenever that falls for your country, and then the Olympic games financially, how do you think having two world championships so close together would work? I mean, do you, do you think people would still get the same amount of prize money? And if so, do you think that would be a factor in people maybe focusing on one or the other? Based
1: on recent FINA action, it wouldn't be a leap to say that they will increase money for the 2024 world championships to try to get swimmers there. You know, this, this model isn't completely unheard of because... You have to remember in every Olympic year, we do have a pre-Olympic European championship. Um, So it's not like a, a, it's not like a total unknown for everybody in the world. But again, I think it's, it's about tempering expectations. I think for the fans, the 2024 world championships, isn't going to feel that, that incredible. Um, So I, you know. I don't see FINA reducing prize money, especially now, because like they did all these, this work in the first few months of this new administration to try to get the athletes back on their side. And now they're just, I mean, if this winds up being true, everybody's going to look at FINA and just be like, new FINA, same as the old FINA. Like it's, it's just going to, it will take them a decade to dig out of this. That's, I, that's how bad I think this decision would be.
0: That's pretty interesting. I mean, especially because you do bring up, there's always that pre-Olympic European championships and people always go fast at it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of like the same time as our Olympic trials. It is interesting to have, to think about switching up the schedule that drastically, but yeah, again, maybe... Maybe people wouldn't like it as much. Europeans
1: okay. have a different opinion about the number of times one should be allowed to go fast <laughs> in, in a year. And and again, coming out of ISL then and European short course championships and blah, 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 blah. You know, People are just going to be too tired to get up and go again, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a lot, especially to put that much focus. But I don't, yeah, I, I kind of like the idea now talking at, talking it out i see why athletes wouldn't here's a good comment this swim with two m's says hear me out on this idea u.s nationals this summer moves to short course yards i'm really just interested in this to see Dressel pop a fresh hundred free
1: (laughs) uh love the idea i i am swimming the idea but if you move it to short course yards they're not going to show up katie ledecky won't show up for short course yards nationals she'll go Fine. She'll make the Katie Ledecky Invitational in Gainesville and just swim long course.
0: Dude, what if it was like a two day meet that was, or sorry, a four day meet that was like two days of yards, two days of meters, <laughs> like That'd people, be kind of fun. people just like, yeah, pop off tapered times. I mean, it, like you said, it's it's it would be Henchy's chance to get pretty creative and yeah. and do something outside the box.
1: But like Coleman. The original decision already validates what we already know that coaches, athletes, administrators don't care about fans. They care about them, their, their (laughs) own little worlds. So any, any creative solution we come up with that the fans would love, they're going to go the opposite way. It's true. It's just how we roll in swimming. (laughs) It's what we do.
0: We follow, we follow the money, of which not much is there, yeah. <laughs> but we follow it anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's a good stopping place. We'll obviously keep you updated as the story uh, continues to unfold. This might all be untrue, but if well, it is,
1: <laughs> let's let's say that Fina's response was this is, was not this is untrue. It was this. There is not a change to confirm at this time. And in my experience with meter relations people, when, some, when they believe something is untrue, they have no problem telling you it's untrue. So there's at least smoke here, but we're going to find out if there's fire.
0: I'm going to cut it there.